So welcome to the first episode of The Harsher Reality. And today to discuss artificial intelligence implications and kind of what's going on, I've got with me a computer scientist, tinkerer, and uh, I'd say general knower of things, Lorenzo Bolla, my good friend. Uh, thank you for Thank you for taking the time to join today. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, you were welcome. So, Lorenzo, are we seeing uh, a genuine step change in AI and you know everything we are hearing, or is it kind of just hype? And if it isn't hype, maybe would would you be able to sort of explain um, what enabled it? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, the recent advances in AI made the, made the news, right? And uh, it's unclear, as usual, if uh, uh, how much of that is happening, how much is actual. Uh, it's actually a revolution, as they uh, a lot of people claim to be. There've been like uh, uh, like fairly, you know, big names kind of waiting in on the problem. Yeah, uh, there was a recent letter uh, trying, you know, claiming to asking, you know, this research to stop for a while because of problems with AI. But AI is not like a new topic, is it? It's uh, like started oof, seventy years ago in the fifties, right after the the Second World War. Uh, and in fact, one of the first applications of the proto computers was like trying to kind of figure out how. How intelligence works, how people reason, uh, and then from then on, the last seventy years there've been steady progresses, but never, never did AI uh, reach the level of popularity that, that it has today. Um, there was, in fact, like the golden age, like the eighties, when people were so like excited about technology and stuff that uh, AI, you know, people could think that. AI could solve all the problems, uh, but after that golden age, uh, basically that, that that expectations were not satisfied, were not fulfilled. So the eighties probably were not. Yeah, the golden not age like was the eighties. You're saying so there was. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think I think you know the the age of uh, uh, you know the optimism, uh, you know, broadly speaking, uh, okay. where technology would solve uh, all our problems in uh, in uh, like a decade of. Uh, you know, richness and, you know, like everything's booming. And so, uh, but the, yeah, they never, I mean, around that time, at the end of the seventies, beginning of the eighties, then because, you know, these expectations are not really fulfilled. Uh, and there was like a sort of a setback. So I remember when I started working on computer science as like student person and a professional, uh, it became kind of like a joke. Nobody was believing it. Um, and then, and when know, was this? This the, was what the early. I would say, nineties and two thousands, something okay. like that. Okay. At the end of the nineties, so I think it was ninety seven. If I my memory serves, uh, there was that piece uh, uh, of popular uh, culture uh, where when. Um, um, when a computer did mine, uh, I think it was called uh, uh, one against Kasparov in chess, you know? Yes. So that made the news, right? Yeah. But then everybody was very quick to 
to say, oh yeah, whatever, that's just a very narrow task. Uh, yeah. And so kind of the buzz went away very, very quickly. People yeah. said, okay, chess is broken, you know, it's not fun anymore. Computers will, you know, whatever, win every time. So nobody stopped playing chess. Actually, it's funny because the opposite happened. From then on, chess all of a sudden became very popular. Now it's, it's super popular. People make a lot of money playing chess online. And I think that actually related, you know, the uh, having a computer that can teach you yeah. so play chess so well sort of opened it up to to everyone, right? Everyone can can learn from it. And, and it uh, probably accelerated the development yeah, of yeah, players exactly. in some sense. So the effect was actually there. Uh, but the hype now, if we come closer and closer from the 2000s, uh, yeah, so the, the, the biggest advances since then have been sort of under the radar. Okay. And the company did work on AI. Um, and so you, you know, you, you, you got slowly all the recommendation systems working on you know, proposing you stuff that are tailored to your uh, kind of inclinations as a, as a user online. Um, we got self-driving cars uh, about five years ago. Uh, that is a pretty hard problem. Uh, it's quite a big milestone. Uh, yeah, and then now in 2023, let's say, although 2022, even 2021, I think it was the beginning of like, uh, large language models being yeah. uh, kind of made public and people could actually use them. Uh, yeah. And GPT-2 was 21, GPT-3, 22. Now we're going to have GPT-4, 23. I so mean, what you're yeah. describing is kind of uh, the past, let's say five, 10 years is a steady, a steady increase in the performance. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A steady increase I in think the performance. steady increase. With a few setbacks and roadblocks, yeah. you know, along the road. But and yeah. now, obviously, there's all this excite excitement. Is that because we've reached a certain? I don't. I mean, maybe you can explain it. A, a tipping point, or is it just? Mm. Is it just? It's reached steady improvements have led to a point, and that point is sort of. It's a natural progression and we've reached a place rather yeah. than we've reached a place that is a fundamental tipping point. How do you think about it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's tricky, right? And I don't think there is a, like a general, general answer, but in, I think in certain uh, area uh, of knowledge, like chess, say, yeah. uh, we reached that tipping point long ago, right? So sure. yeah. already machines are, are way better. The, I think what's different now is that, oh, incidentally, if I just drop there uh, another comment, is uh, you don't really need uh, like a qualitative different, that qualitative change in things. Sometimes changing the quantity is enough to uh, make the uh, process kind of change qualitatively too. So, so, so if, you do, if you do something, uh, let's say bad, Right? Yeah. Uh, or you do it uh, slowly. Yes. Nobody cares. Nobody's interested. If you keep, you know, uh, continue doing it and you do it many times or you do it faster, 
Yes. Uh, you reach a point where you're not doing anything substantially different, but you're doing it in a way that nobody else can. And at that point, you're qualitatively different. You're something else, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what's happening. That, like AI is not doing, there have been, that's not totally true, there have been advances, like theoretical advances, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, computers are doing what they're good at, uh, but they reached a point where for language models in particular, for that application, they reached a point where they have uh, an ability that people recognize as uh, sort of similar to, their, to theirs. Yeah. Uh, and large language models effectively, if, if uh, you know, if, if uh, there are computer programs that play chess and they broke chess, uh, large language models are play with language, right? And in a sense, they broke language. Uh, in a sense, in a sense that they they can uh, play the game of language uh, with people in a way that's similar to how they play the game of chess. Understood. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, and the fact is that all our society is based on language. That that's our software, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense. And so, yeah. So that's so, what probably so... makes. Uh, so with, yeah. with large language models uh, and chat GPT, in simple terms, uh, what, is, it, is it useful to sort of, can we say what a large language model is? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, um, so you can think of a large language model as a, as a predictor uh, okay. of words. And so it takes as input a string of words or a sequence of words. Uh, and it predicts, that, uh, which predict here means it uh, it gives us an output, a word that is most likely to follow your input words. Right. Uh, and the, the likelihood there is according to a certain corpus of language that it was trained on. And so the current language models uh, have been trained on uh, a lot of uh, text that is available freely on the internet, uh, Wikipedia and EMDB, you know, whatever, all the website that we, we know. Um, and uh, and you you can uh, prompt them, right? So like ask, ask them a question or just, you know, give them as, as an input, uh, a sequence of words. And the language model will basically Look it up. Look up uh, what is the most likely word that follows, right? And start an answer. So therefore, starting to give you an answer and then repeat this process. For each word, yeah. it each word right? iterate exactly. and grow a kind of an answer yeah. to your question, for example. Yeah. And the answer. Um, the funny thing is, I mean, the answer, the answer. If the training, suppose the training has been done, you know, correctly in and with enough data and so on, the answer is gonna be plausible because it follows all the rules that has been learned by the model. The problem is, is it gonna be truthful? Is it gonna be sensible? Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. We'll, and, and we'll, so we'll, come back, we'll come back to truthful. We'll come back to that, yeah, yeah, come back to that later. Yeah, but it certainly is gonna be plausible. So okay. it's something that, let's see, follows some sort of rules implicit in, in the language. And, and to your point before where you talked about, you know, when, if some, if you do something faster 
or more with more intensity or with more power you can reach a point where it's ultimately qualitatively different so yeah. i through my sort of explorations and obviously i'm not a technical person uh, i was sort of led to understand that with chat gpt one of the things that enabled it is as you're saying the sheer volume uh, of data that it's been trained on so uh, let's let if x is a technical capability the the algorithm let's say yes uh, rather than massive improvements in that and why is the input of data it's it's just yeah. the volume that's allowed it to do its pattern recognition magic or or, or whatever is yeah. that is that is that uh, yeah. Accurate yeah no that's exactly true it's uh, the uh, the language models are again not a new concept, uh, but they've been they have been tweaked and uh, new uh, even you know theoretical breakthrough happened in, in the past uh, five ten years. Uh, but more so, uh, more than so, I, I would think that um, the amount of data we, on which they are trained is increased. You know, there's a lot of. Uh, of data freely available, text freely available. Since until yes, I mean recently, we didn't have the hardware to train machines uh, and crunch this number. So there were like kind of uh, engineering engineering advances, you know, as well. Um, TPUs, GPUs, uh, farm to like software, like hardware farms to. Kind of crunch these numbers, train this data. So it's not entirely accurate to say that you know it's the volume of data because to process, obviously the volume having the volume is one thing, but if you don't have the hardware to processing power, process yeah. it, so that, that's right. I don't know how to assign weights to these things. But yeah, I mean, I mean probably it's older than... important, equally important, probably. Totally, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> Wikipedia has been around for a lot of uh, a lot yeah, of yeah. years, many more than language models, but yeah, yeah. Um, but the TPUs and GPUs are fairly recent, and, and even then, uh, only recently, in the last five years, maybe, yeah. there have been uh, like advances in the algorithm design yeah. that allowed uh, this processing to happen in parallel on these TPUs and GPUs. Um, before then, uh, the training was much sl much slower. Yeah. Uh, right? It would take forever to, to train the models, yeah. Okay. The, the important thing to know, though, is that once a model is trained, yeah, that's it. It's like a, it's like a sculpture. It's like a piece of rock that you chiseled, you you modified it oh, by I training, see. and it's got a shape. That's the shape. It's like right. a prisma, you know, crystal. And then you fire a light through, you know, asking a question, and the crystal sort of gives you an answer you know spit out something but it doesn't change it doesn't That's change important. so it's not no. uh, in its current form so this might be yeah. you this might be relevant for uh, a couple of questions later um to understand what it is and and you know how it relates to you know humans and etc mm -hmm. so what you're saying is once a once an llm is trained there's no continuous development it's so it's not like you can press a button and say, well, okay, you were trained up to all the data available yesterday. In one month, we are going to press this button and you're going to assimilate and absorb yeah. the new stuff from the last month. That's not 
at the moment no, it's possible is what you're saying uh, yeah yeah that's going to change <laughs> very 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 quickly so they, they will come up with it most likely okay i see yeah so but but uh, ideally uh that is just just saying that the training is a very expensive operation i see to do to, to a model in the terms of uh, computing power and time and I see. like millions of dollars uh, literally uh whereas using that the, the model once it's been trained is very cheap everybody can log into openai.com and yeah, yeah. you know just query the model uh moreover once the model has been trained and that's another advance uh that's quite recent once you have a they say it it's a raw model mm. it can be fine-tuned okay, okay. Uh, you can take a raw model, fine-tune it with a very, like, relatively small corpus of text. It could be your notes from university, say, so a small, uh, you know, corpus that stuff you wrote. And the model, quite surprisingly, becomes really good at uh, mimicking your, <laughs> well, I can find the word, let's say mimicking your notes. Mimicking uh, your notes, I see. Okay, because it's yeah, so able same. to absorb that pattern or see it the can, pattern yeah. in the new text and absorb that into it. It can text. be adapted very cheaply. And once it's trained, it can be adapted very cheaply to mm. different. Uh, so you can train it to on the style of Dostoevsky, say. Mm. It's it, supposing that's not been trained already with all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably sure so much time. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, but you can tweak it and so make it kind of personal and, and very easily make it a product, say. Because uh, that's quite interesting because, you know, because obviously this naturally leads on to kind of implications and can, it's probably now is a good time to introduce mm -hmm. the question uh, of implications. And I guess implication is very broad. I mean, it affects different things in different ways, mm -hmm. but to go off what you just said i can see for me personally as a not very technical person if there was um if this were to be available such a thing where i can feed in the a corpus of text that i find interesting or a field i'm interested in um and then use that to find certain patterns or as something to bounce off ideas even to me uh that could be very interesting because who knows what it's going to throw out a pattern maybe we hadn't observed before an idea or a, anything right so yeah. um if that is a potential use case as a for as an everyday user it, it yeah. sounds kind of interesting yeah oh yeah i think so it's uh, there are definitely very good uh, very positive uh applications and uh, and that's why people get excited and companies get excited. And yeah, yeah. Um, that, that one you mentioned is certainly one, you know, just being having... Sorry, say that again. I missed that. The, the, the one you mentioned is certainly one. Yeah. Uh, it's very good, like uh, being able to uh, use an AI to sort of find patterns in, in you know, a field that you're interested in uh, yeah. or research or whatever. Um, and another one that I'm pretty excited about would be for training. Like um, if I want to learn uh, to play piano or learn uh, to speak German, yeah, uh, an AI could uh, uh, 
have a dialogue with me, right? Like in German, for example, which is the easiest example. You could, okay. uh, you could have this thing that uh, learns uh, your kind of uh, uh, weak points and trains you on those weak points, uh, yeah. for example. And, and it, it's a lesson that's tailored on you. It's like the perfect uh, teacher. Uh, and that obviously, People have done this, this okay? They, they, there are there are AI trainers that, that yeah. do this, and, and people report, people who tried it report that it's uh, like the, the most uh, empathic experience, <laughs> weirdly enough. <laughs> um, and so, you know, which is kind of odd, <laughs> if you ask. Me. Well, it is. It is kind of odd because uh, yeah, sort of. Uh, this is one of the things they talk about implications and. Um, uh, when you said empathic, the people report yeah. people report the empathic experience. This yeah. is kind of the question of the Turing test being passed. You know, have we created uh, machines in our own image, or, or have we ourselves become more like machines, so, <laughs> so we can't recognize yeah. the difference anymore? Yeah, but you know the uh, uh, the story when. Uh, you know, the big companies uh, want to make money nowadays. They try to predict uh, your behavior, right? Yeah. Because they want to, they want, for example, to sell you uh, advertising. And so they want to predict what you're going to buy next so that they can bombard you with advertising. To do that, they create models yeah. and uh, of you and follow you around online and so on. That's all normal sure, knowledge. Sure. You know, people do this, but think about it the best way to predict your behavior is to condition you right sure of course right if you right so and that's in a sense what a lot of these platforms i speak very generically but a lot of websites do this consciously or not they give you only a certain tools a certain amount of tools and a certain means to yeah. communicate for example say Facebook or Zoom that we're using, we are forced to use a certain media and a certain tools that we are given. And in a sense, we are constricted and restricted in what That's we can right. do. And so we're more predictable, right? Uh, and these are, yeah, we do this. I mean, com companies do this all the time. And what, so now that we have these sort of uh, more advanced algorithms, let's call it, which we, you know, uh, which use artificial intelligence. What, in your mind, are the implications for what you just mentioned, the conditioning, the restricting? How do you mm -hmm. see that going forward? Um, yeah, it's hard to tell uh, at the moment. Uh, uh, there are no, uh, like, applications yet. Yeah. Uh, of AI, which has been pervasive enough, I think, to to see where we're going. One can only guess, right? Sure. It's hard, hard to guess. Uh, it's quite hard to guess uh, in this case, um, I think, because um, I, I really do believe this is uh, like one of those paradigm shifts mm. uh, where there's a new technology, a new kind of groundbreaking technology, similarly to, you know, what, my lifetime, I remember uh, mobile phones, for sure. example, right? And I do remember clearly, even before mobile phones, 
some genius wanted to do video calls and that thought just went away. It didn't even pick up. And now everybody, after a few years, you know, at the moment, at the, at the time, many years ago, it didn't work because people didn't want to show their face on video while phone, uh, having a phone call. And they would say, oh shit, I mean, no, no way I'm gonna show my face. I just wanna make a quick phone call. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and today yeah. everybody is actually sharing screen of themselves, you know, yeah, yeah. videos and stuff and having this conversation face to face. And what changed? It just changed. People got used to it. They found use, found it useful. Uh, and so if you ask me many years ago, I've never have guessed that video calls and mobile phones for that matter came along uh, and who would have thought that uh, they would become so like so central to to our lifestyle and they change yeah. society effectively right yeah, yeah, yeah. possible to guess really yeah so will it happen with the these ai tools maybe uh the thing is that uh, there are risks obviously involved and uh, and the benefits also involved but i think there are there is a disequilibrium between risks and benefits, you know, because Go on, you can, uh, and then in gen like generally speaking, uh, you can have something that makes you extremely rich or have a little chance of killing you. Sure. Would you, you know, at what point do you draw the line? Yeah, yeah. And, and as you scale this up to society, there's something that can make society really, really, uh, happy, let's say, uh, yeah. cure cancer, make everybody super rich, uh, but has got a little chance of uh, destroying society altogether. So you, uh, so well, if I understand you, what you're saying is that the disequilibrium is, how would you characterize it? So are you saying that? Yeah, the disequilibrium is um, that um, there's no limit to how rich you can be, right? Yeah. But there is a limit once you're dead. <laughs> you see what I'm right. saying? Like you cannot die many, many times, right? And are you uh, saying and so that dead, dead. are you saying that there's this is creating? You see the potential for some kind of systemic downside, like an existential um, risk. Yeah, I think I, I'm saying that uh, it, it may be it may become a very uh, dangerous kind of game to play, like a, a bet to take. Uh, if, uh, um, yeah, if this technology is so powerful as people think and dream it can be, yes. uh, it can also be a very dangerous one, right? Like everything uh, it can be misused, uh, it can be uh, misunderstood. Uh, and, and so, uh, like uh, nuclear power, another example, like yeah. super interesting technology that could, in theory, uh, give us you know a vast amount of energy. Yes, uh, but it's got problems, right? It's got uh, technology problems. It's got problems with the um, uh, environmentally speaking. You know, because this is very interesting. Because stuff. this is very interesting because obviously with complex systems, you know, a complex system being in simple terms something with many interacting. Uh, but the parts have interrelationships where it's diff and they work together where it's difficult to predict you know the next step or, or you know it's di di very difficult to predict so far in uh, so far ahead um 
uh, and you know, and obviously society is a complex system, right? At its core. And then what you're saying is if you have, you know, something with extraordinary power, like, you know, artificial intelligence algorithms that are embedded in society, it could lead to, we don't know what it is, but it could lead to some kind of uh, existential risk. So that sort of in theory, I, by the way, I agree, and it, it makes sense in theory because fundamentally complex systems are things are unknowable, right? And so you have to be mm-hmm. careful. And then I guess someone challenging would say, oh, okay, but I mean, it's difficult because fundamentally things are unknowable, right? In a sense, but what, so what is, what is like, what, what, if you had to throw out one fear, Lorenzo, as a computer scientist, someone who's been in the field for what, 20 years? Um, something like that. I wish short, short, shortly, <laughs> probably, probably more, more, than, more. Okay, wow. okay. So, so, someone who's been in the field for more than twenty years, um, and you talk about these risks. Um, okay, but give me an example, right? I mean, obviously, I, I can, I, I'm with you in a sense that it's hard to give examples, but someone else might say, but hang on, man, you, you know, you can't be just talking about risks in the abstract. What are you, what are you really worried about? So. Right, so if you if you ask around people or read the blogs and videos and stuff, there are all sorts of uh, you know kind of bleak scenarios or you know like Terminator like uh, right, you right. know oh my god the robots are gonna get us right and, yeah. and so there's that okay. uh, that let's leave that aside uh, okay. I think there it's uh, I don't think it makes any good to uh, the side of the fear in AI kind of camp. You know? yeah. okay. it's, it's a bit too romanticized. Um, but it, like theoretically speaking, there is a problem with um, uh, what's called alignment, right? Uh, in, uh, in literature where you have this, um, it basically is the problem of uh, aligning uh, the AI to mm. Uh, our as a human species uh, or society yes. uh, goals, okay? Because uh, supposing these AIs have goals, which is you know not exactly true at the moment, uh, but because their goals at the moment, as I understand it, are the goals we give them, right? Yes, uh, of course. Yeah, so um, the machine does what it's told to do, uh, yeah. right? And yeah. Uh, and so, for the, <laughs> yeah, not everybody, even, even, even my personal uh, AI, which is my son, right? Everybody's, everybody spawns AIs. Don't tell so. him that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's got, uh, you know, machine has got some hardware, it's got some software, and they just yeah, place yeah. that software through the art. And, uh, and yeah, surely you, you, you can code uh, goals in it. Yeah. Uh, and the machine will follow it. The problem is, um, I think it's there are two sort of problems in, in this case. Uh, one is how to choose the goal. Okay, so uh, self-driving car has the goal of bringing people from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, you'll make the goal as you know as fully fledged as possible as, as they described. You know, you want to go from A to B, but you don't want to have an accident. You know, I mean, you, you define the point. goal as best you can. Yeah, exactly. The funniest message you can. The problem is that um, 
it's basically impossible to do that effectively. There are, um, for a thing, if you think of a, like a, a super clever AI, which is much clever than you, okay? Um, let's do, yeah, so let's imagine this scenario where you have an AI which is so intelligent, it's a narrow field, even you don't need to have any general intelligent AI for this. Um, you give it a, a, a goal, which you think covers all the angles and all the sides of the problems for a self-driving car. You know, you put all the caveats in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so intelligent that will escape this kind of cage of rules that you define because it will think of something you have not thought of. Unless you have a mathematical proof that I you see. are. Okay. Right? It will okay. find a way uh, or explore some area, some phase space. And what would that mean? <coughs> what would that so mean that's one problem. Yeah. in real terms? So if you since you're you you're beyond the example of self-driving cars mm -hmm. what would that mean so a deviation from rather than going from point a to b i guess we don't know ultimately but what what are you, what are we saying that like okay let me let me play with the terminator scenario there so okay. if i have a, a, a super intelligent uh, uh, uber uh, machine yeah it, uh, and it takes a, a, a it, uh, it wants to bring you to the airport okay it could uh, phone up the nearest hospital and uh, fake uh, uh, an emergency so that an ambulance drives to the place or near the place where you are, and then it follows the ambulance through all the red, uh, as a, you know, red traffic lights to get faster. This, by the way, is a scene from a movie, uh, nice. and, and, and do find out the possible escamotages to get there oh, faster and not break any law. Something you never thought of. But, I see, I see. You know. So what you're saying is we define the goals as best we can as humans, but be, because we have this supercharged thing, which ultimately we don't really understand. I mean, the AI's pattern recognition, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so, so someone mentioned to me, it's the way an algorithm figures out what a, what a tree looks like. You know, is not it's not the way humans do, and you know, it has its own mechanism for. Is it the pixel? I, we we don't probably don't really understand whatever. So what you're saying is that we can set the goals, um, but if you have this entity that is kind of an enigma, <laughs> it or a supercharged intelligence or whatever, it can come up with some strange way of achieving the goal. Right, but that has uh, other adverse consequences. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So uh, you can't really predict, even if you give it a, a go, how it will get there. And so it may take all sorts of routes, and you can put safeguards around the yeah. routes that you think are are plausible. Sorry. But it may deviate from the route uh, through holes in your rules uh, that you didn't think of. Um, and so you may act in a, an ethical way or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, create uh, suffering somehow down the line or wow. whatever. Um, so it's incredible. It's, it's, so this, this leads to the question, obviously, you know, technology, we, as humans, we make use of technology, right? From, from all the way from fire sure. and tools and that's mm -hmm. what we do, right? And as our species. 
so how we how do you see as a, as a senior sort of expert in the in the field i was going to say is it possible but maybe that's too close of a question how can we what can we do to make sure that what you're doing doesn't arise is that is it even possible when does it yeah, what does it look question. like <laughs> yeah i don't know uh well we said at the beginning that uh, big names uh, wrote letters to stop uh, research for a while while we figured this out uh while we figured the the alignment problem specifically in general the the uh, the, the various problems that arise with ai and, and so even then uh, we, uh, had to resort to like uh, i think the last resource is like stop research for a while you know give us more time stop <laughs> so, I mean, so no. unheard of if you think about it unheard like, of unheard of yeah i mean and I, i don't remember anyone say uh, stop uh, developing mobile phones yeah right uh, quite the opposite in fact yeah uh, and uh, or it could have been could have been a stunt you know like people you know just saying uh, you know clean their conscience say yeah we are aware of the risks look we did a letter there we go we are aware of the risks in the meantime let me continue my research as <laughs> as normal yeah uh, and so it could be a stunt you know and uh, maybe they don't really believe in the risks but uh, it's a, it's a weird tactic <laughs> if that's the case um, yeah but uh, so I, i don't know there are so there are there are theoretical uh, kind of uh, investigations and research that are focused to solving this alignment problem specifically yeah, yeah. And, and they are along the lines of trying to not give goals to ai at all uh, and instead um forcing the ai to um refer back to humans every time so every time it has to do something it sort of have to check can i do this can i do this uh and, and keep uh, you know kind of keep asking and verifying if yeah. what next if what's going to do next is um appropriate let's say uh and so but besides the Well, that makes a lot of uh, sense. It makes sense, yes, it makes sense, but it it's hard. I mean, I don't know, not uh, at so what stage, like how how it's and then the question is at what point, how do you define right. a reference point? At what yeah. point is a task uh, exactly? Uh, 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 yeah, at what you know, at how many times at what, what yeah, moreover, um. And moreover, what prevents a machine from manipulating you? Again, no, a machine, let's not call it a machine, which is yeah. redundant, but let some AI to manipulate you. It could come back to you and uh, tell you a half-truth or uh, tell you things in an order so that you say yes. Uh, this is quite interesting. It's making maybe steady progresses toward the goal that you don't actually, uh, you don't actually approve. But this is very interesting because because that leads to sorry to jump in but because isn't there a premise inside what you're saying because what you're saying means at least the way I understand it that the algorithm the AI thing entity has intention right if you're saying that the risk is that 
it will somehow deceive or work towards a different goal than it was set by design rather than by accident. That is somehow the way I understand it, um, attributing intention to it, unless you mean something different. Um, no, 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 I, I, get, I get your point. And uh, I don't think you need to attribute intentionality necessarily, but, okay. uh, but um, uh, there are, there's a concept of uh, instrumental goals uh, where you have a final goal, right? Like going from point A to point B. Yes. Uh, as, a, as a driving car. Uh, and there are instrumental goals, which is do not crash in the meantime, right? Otherwise, you'll never get there. Uh, yeah. that, that, or, uh, you know, don't get fined uh, by the police that will stop you and you, yeah. you'll be late. And, and uh, like, if you want to achieve any goal, for example, and the basic instrumental goal is the, uh, don't be switched off as a yeah. machine, right? Otherwise, you'll never get there. And so that is the Skynet scenario, like Skynet doesn't want to be switched off. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, whatever yeah. goal it has, it cannot achieve it otherwise. Yes. So first thing it does, it creates copies of itself, so it cannot be switched off. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Right? And, and there are all sorts of instrumental goals that may be really bad, even if the final goal is pretty good. And, and so you have to consider all the instrumental goals. And what you're too. saying is that we can't predict the instrumental goals that may occur to the algorithm yeah and that's the black box right that's what you're saying exactly like yeah like one typical example that it's fun to think about is if i have in fact it could probably be implemented right now with the technology we have gpt4 okay you ask gpt4 it will make you rich Okay, so how can I how uh, can I become rich? You ask, and maybe ChatGPT four answers. Well, I figure you should uh, uh, put ads online and uh, benefit from you know advertising online, which is what big companies do. Okay, so you continue. Right, how do I do that? Um, okay, you keep asking, and let's say this scenario uh, shows up. You know it. It can't, it's suggesting you to uh, look what's trending on Instagram. Okay? Yeah. So it looks up at Instagram, looks what's trending. Maybe cats are trending nowadays on Instagram. Okay. So they've been trending so, for 10 years. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it, it generates, it, it generates from generative AI, it generates pictures of cute cats. Yeah, yeah. And it floods uh, Instagram of pictures of cats even more than now. Okay. Yeah. And then because it's trending, it will, they will, you know, go viral and then it puts ads in there and it does this all this automatically. There's no need for, for, for intervention in any of this. And, and it puts ads in there uh, and the ads make a lot of money and you become rich. Okay. So the goal is achieved. Yeah. But they broke, they broke effectively, they broke Instagram, you know? Yeah. I see. Uh, so that's an instrumental. So, uh, goal, if you will, uh, some sort of consequence that you may not have thought about, but it's totally plausible. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, that, that's the problem. They may flood uh, not just Instagram, but or, you know, Wikipedia or yeah, 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 uh, or the job uh, hiring process, uh, whatever, yeah. with all sorts of uh, manipulations um, and. 
so much so that even you know any sort of relation between people may may become very hard unless it's uh, with trusted people that share their own ideals and uh, and so more and more you will try to be with who you trust and less with who you don't know because you don't know what this guy says it may even be an ai for whatever you know yeah yeah uh, i see and then things will be more fragmented and blah 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 and all that usual problems with society <coughs> so that, that those are the risks you know um that i see very you know very real and with the technology we have we don't need the skynet the terminators uh you know for any of this um, <laughs> and yet so, so, so you may you might be reaching the problem become rich in the process <laughs> yeah you may uh, but uh, even that may, is uh, yeah. even that is uh yeah but, uh, maybe they will break the ads uh, the ads industry before that happens yeah yeah uh, that would be good <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things we kind of already touched on intention and uh, that is sort of this uh, idea of what does it mean? And there's this concept of AGI that's sort of floating around artificial general mm -hmm. intelligence. I know from, you know, our chats that you, mm -hmm. so you're sort of interested in it. Could you, before we get into it, could you say in simple terms what, what, sort of the computer science world considers AGI to be, because it's not entirely clear to me, but maybe we can start mm -hmm. with how yeah, we so, see it and we take it from there. Yeah, so it um, it's just an AI, so like uh, uh, an intelligent process, agent, let's say, yeah. that can, uh, can be applied to multiple uh, problems and tasks and contexts. Uh, right. And so, all the AIs we have at the moment are narrow AI. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a general AGI, it's uh, not narrow, like it's broad. And so it can, it can be applied to chess, it can be applied to a math, it can be applied to driving yes. a car. Uh, humans are, are general and broad in this sense. We can play chess, we can play soccer, we can yeah. drive a car and not crash it most yeah. of the times. Um, and so, Whereas uh, uh, in AI so far, you know, up until today, let's say, <coughs> uh, the AI we had were good at the very narrow tasks. The problem with AGI is that, um, uh, first of all, there are no theoretical reasons why it could not exist. So it, it's plausible, at least, as a, as a concept. Because some, some people may say, yeah, whatever. There are unicorns, right? You, you can think of anything you want. Doesn't mean that they exist. But the concept being the general, a general ability to do what? Many things rather to, than... Yeah, to solve a problem, let's say. Well, it depends, right? Even for humans, defining intelligence is sort of... Well, sort because, of uh, yeah, because, right? because one of the things that sort of occurs to me, I'd be here, curious to hear get your thoughts, is that ultimately a human is... Is an is a is a is a particular phenomenon. We are a species, mm -hmm. and we have certain abilities. It's called skills, and we have a certain way of relating to the world, understanding the world, which includes feelings, emotions, intellect, uh, physical capabilities. Um, in the same way that, let's say, a dog 
is a particular species with its own consciousness and intelligence and whatever. Like a dog can smell extremely well, right? And you could say that's a kind of intelligence. And we can't, sure. as humans, we can smell some things, but nowhere as near. And, mm. and that is, it just is by virtue of it being a particular kind of entity, biological entity. So if I then take generalize that to, okay, how do we think about an algorithm? Um, I just see it as an entity again, let's say, but a technological entity that can do certain things. And it and and we can say maybe that if we map it to human capabilities, maybe some things we would call intellectual. Um, or some people like to think of left brain and life right brain, so left brain computational um analytical problems that can be defined broken down and sort of uh, um uh, approached yeah. that way um but because uh, the algorithm doesn't have a biological body uh it, it's whatever that intelligence is it's a different thing so yeah. that's sort of how i think of it as they're just different and it it, it has yes. and, and to compare it to let's say some people are you know like to or was it some engineer somewhere thought his algorithm was sentient? And oh, like, yeah. yeah, and so I was yeah, just really yeah. funny. Someone on Twitter replied, I think, saying it's uh, like the guy who goes to the bachelor party and thinks that the stripper is in love with him or something like that. So, <laughs> it was really funny. That's pretty good. Um, so, so, so how do you feel about sort of that, the notion of intelligence and is it does it even uh, make yeah. sense to compare does it even make sense to compare yeah, it humans? that's a good question so yeah that's a very good question i don't think there is a uh that that's that's comparable so i think i think of it as uh, uh in these terms there there is a space of possible intelligences yeah right and there are many ways in which you can be intelligent and as you said dogs are intelligent in a certain way and we as humans are intelligent as a certain in a certain way uh and you know and name dropping a famous example you know bats like a nagel terms can have their own internal kind of way of, of, of feeling that yeah. we will never be able to uh, remotely phantom right yeah, yeah. And so those are areas of, of let's call it intelligence of or conscience that that are close to us, right? Yes. But they're not closed in general. Bats live in that space, and dogs live in the space where you can smell stuff that was there yesterday. They sort of see the past. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Pretty yeah. amazing, right? And 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 so so they're possible, and I don't see why uh, an artificial intelligence could not cover those spaces, uh, or you can in fact find many more. Um, and so it will, uh, according to the, you know the Pulcata, they will they, they will eventually. I mean, these AIs will eventually uh, explore areas of intelligence that is completely alien to us, mm. uh, so much alien that we can't even recognize it as intelligent. Uh, and only if you step back and look at you know in a kind of from maybe a further point of view, you can recognize some intelligence there. But um, um, and so and so there is the problem of recognizing when this thing will be intelligent, but yeah. it may happen. And we we could we may not even realize it. 
uh, and maybe it's already happening, right? And, uh, and all of a sudden you've got this massive thing that moves around you like a puppet and you don't even realize that that is the case. Yeah. Right? And is it, from your perspective, is it sort of, I sort of think, yes, it can have intelligence and maybe even uncover things or approaches that we can't comprehend. Um, yeah. However, for it to be a dog, uh, or to have the intelligence of a dog, it needs to be a dog. That's sort of how yes. I think of it. It, it, exactly. it needs, but we don't even know, but we can't replicate a dog, right? Not exactly, yet. correct. Not yet, unless I, I you own a that. dog. Yeah, so, okay. I agree with that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, we are, we are made of meat, you know, dogs are made of meat. Yeah. And we have some senses, Stuff. right? But, you know, yeah, was, you know, and, and we'll never experience uh shifting bits uh, around the network yeah. right <laughs> like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's that's an experience that is uh, close to us uh, yeah. like a bat uh, yeah. we don't have a sonar or stuff so so what your, your but, point is basically that you know it may not we it may not replicate our intelligence or another animal's intelligence but sure. it may have its own special thing Correct, um, yeah. which kind of kind of it's when you think about it it's it's obvious um and then we may not recognize it yeah. uh, or, or its usefulness or it's or even its danger um yeah. because we can't comprehend it fundamentally because we are not it <laughs> yeah yeah correct yeah, well that would be yeah in fact the the funny the fun from the disaster ai movie yeah. it usually happens when the AI is, becomes looks looks like a human, right? Like you have this thing which is uncanny, like it yeah, yeah, yeah. feels right. I mean, looks right, but it, it doesn't actually feel like human. And so the movie is all about, you know. In fact, it wasn't. You know, it's a Terminator or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a an intelligent or, or you know, AT, the extraterrestrial kind yeah, of movie, yeah, yeah. it kind of looks like you. It's got these big eyes, you know, with tears in it. Yeah, and so it sort of looks like you, so you can relate. But if you have a Roomba that goes around your house, you don't you don't feel anything for Roomba, right? You feel something for a dog because you know it's part of us. It's kind of uh, yeah, alive, like you. It shares a lot with you. Doesn't you don't feel nothing? I hope for your laptop, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and anyway, so. There are, yeah, I think that well, uh, there may be, there may be species of intelligence that we don't recognize as such, and but they are indeed intelligent. I mean, then people can say, well, that's not what I mean, or not what I care. Frankly, I do care if there are like overlords that are, or, or like processes. Let's call them processes that processes, push yeah. me around, manipulate me. Hundred Right, and we already see that. Have their own motives and. Sorry. We, already, we already see that from what you said, you know, oh, yeah. sort of, you know, you talked about social media platforms and advertising, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So we already have that in a very sort of, oh, yeah. I was going to say in a, in a nascent uh, way, but even that's quite powerful that a lot of people are hooked on it and, you know, yeah. the less aware, less determined individuals can easily get sucked in into these things. Oh, totally, yeah. Kids, kids as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also... In a smaller scale, every time people get together, then the individuals sort of disappear and something bigger 
uh, grows out of a of an association of people which has its own intent. Yeah, and yeah. if you think about like states or big corporations, if you look at them as individuals, as, as entities in themselves, they have a very different morals, very different ethics. They don't give, they don't care about individuals that much. Sure, 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 right? And they, they, they respond to other logics. And, and you could say those are intelligent entities. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And I think, yeah, AI may bring about other sort of intelligences like, like this uh, that we don't understand, we can't control. I mean, we do have processes in the long history of building societies, you know, through natural evolution and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And we still are not able to have a decent uh, society, you know, which is fair for everyone and respects individuals and so on. So we're not very good at that, at like controlling these processes. Yeah. And, and now we're putting more sauce into the pan. No, this is know? this is this is exactly it. So you know, uh, I mean, in, in a sense, humanity has done great things, right? We've we've arrived here uh, at the same time as you're saying our track record hasn't is not glowing per se, right? I mean, we've done mm -hmm. a lot, but also so to, to put into this into the mix this. Uh, Frankly, it's an enigma, right? Because once it gets beyond, um, it, it will become a black box in terms of computational power and and the steps yeah. involved and and what's going yeah. on. And when you throw this in uh, into what is yeah. already a complex system, you are potentially exactly. exponentially magnifying the possibilities. Exactly. And okay, we may be some good possibilities, but if we are also creating existential risk. Um, yeah. Then... Yeah, another way to another way to, to to put it is is that you have an alignment problem in theory, yeah. uh, but we already have it here in society, even without AIs. Of course, uh, and we can't seem like our society is not aligned to to the interests of all the people. It's it yeah. probably not even possible. And so you're dropping this thing, which is not aligned per se with any goal, and you're dropping it into an unaligned society so what is it going to do who knows i don't know <laughs> so it may yeah it's such a pain that things worse um, well and, hopefully yeah. we will be around to uh, <laughs> we'll to to find out and uh, i'm conscious that we've been talking for over an hour now and um i want to be mindful of, uh, of your time as well uh, and uh, thank you lorenzo it's been a great chat and for taking the time yeah. to explain the the some of the technical details in uh, in simpler terms and also how you see the uh, implications and potential risks uh, it's been great having you and uh, yeah that was good fun uh, always pleasure a pleasure to chat thanks Lorenzo. that was great bye-bye thank you bye, -bye.